the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit RobBlack.com. RobBlack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. Sometimes I like starting the show by looking at headlines. Today is one of those days. Um, we've had a big run on Wall Street, and the headlines today are making a difference. But it doesn't change the backdrop of lower inflation, slowing inflation, slowing producer price inflation, consumer price inflation. It doesn't affect the background of where the 10-year interest rate yield is trading, 4.4%. But the headlines today aren't great. I could uh, be quick, quick and easy and dirty on that one, so to speak. American Eagle shares are plummeting 17% after an unimpressive holiday forecast. Best Buy cuts sales forecast as holiday shoppers hunt for deals. Lowe's cuts sales outlook as homeowners take on fewer projects. Shares slide. That's the lingering effects of the higher interest rate move that we've had for the last 14 months. Um. It's going to take some time to get those into the system and to hurt. But I still like the backdrop. I don't like that we've had a three-week rally where everything went straight up. Um, That leads to situations like today where we are going to see a lower market, it looks like. Um, I see the NASDAQ down 61, the SP 500 down 10, the Dow Jones Industrial Average down one half of 1% or 83 points. Again, I don't think this market rally is over. I think the next leg of the bull happens when the Fed cuts or shortly there before, which is expected to be late first quarter, sometimes second quarter or third quarter of 2024. I think we have amazing gains for this year. And if there's a Christmas blessing or Thanksgiving prayer that I'll throw down, it might be that we've had a really good year. I'm grateful for it. Um, Now, again, that's on the S&P 500 and on the Magnificent 7. A lot of other indices aren't doing that great. So the S&P 500 is really the S&P 7 and then the S&P 493. But in your mutual fund, in your 401k, you probably own the S&P 500. So you've probably done pretty well. Yesterday, the NASDAQ was up 1.1% led by Microsoft's rally to an all-time high. S&P 500 was up three quarters of a percent. The Dow was up one half of a percent. Ten-year Treasury sits at four point four percent. Sam Altman's firing. Wow, what do you even say with this one? It is a messy story that we don't have a lot of clarity on. And OpenAI, maker of ChatGPT, the most successful, fastest app of all time. Over 700 of its 770 employees signed a letter yesterday threatening to follow him out the door. This is a company that was worth probably $120 billion minimum. Wow. 
and it's collapsed or has it? Are they bringing him back or are they not? Is Microsoft going to stay with OpenAI as their partner? A lot of young companies are looking at all the competitors right now because it's a mess. Ex-Twitter, ex-Twitch CEO, Emmett Shears, known as an AI skeptic. He recently said the risk of doom from AI is so scary, you should poop your pants. Why was he named the new CEO? Like, it's not so, what's going on here? And then you're, today and probably over the weekend, you're going to get a lot of people saying something along the lines of, um, well, the venture capitalists are going to have a say in this. It's messy. I can't report on it yet. Um, other things to talk about. Elon Musk is suing Media Matters after ex-advertiser Exodus. Elon Musk slapped Media Matters with a lawsuit yesterday over the group's report showing advertisers' content, period next anti-Semitic and neo-Nazi content on X. His suit is claiming the group maliciously manufactured the images using a methodology that doesn't mimic real user behavior to drive advertisers away. Advertisers like Apple and Disney, they cannot be next to questionable material. Thanksgiving is going to be a mess, it looks like. The TSA estimates that 30 million people will be flying around Thanksgiving. 49.1 million are expected to drive to their celebrations. 750,000 will jump on Amtrak. And a lot of big storms are going to hit the East Coast. Ooh, thunderstorms in the South. What else do we have? Um, Buenos Aires, Argentina's newly elected president and chainsaw enthusiast Javier Millet. He ran on a platform that prioritized dollarization or switching out of the local currency for the U.S. dollar. Interesting. How long will he last? Other big stories of note. CEO of Cruise, GM self-driving car unit, resigned. Cruise has struggled since California pulled its permits to drive on the state streets in the wake of a fatal accident, which wasn't caused by the Cruise. Turns out that, well, kind of, well, I guess there's some fault here, right? So a normal driver in a normal car hit a pedestrian. The pedestrian flew in front of a Cruise car, automated driving taxi. And the automated driving taxi didn't know what to do. It thought it was supposed to pull over for wait for an emergency vehicle. But while the person's attached to the vehicle, that's probably not a good idea. Let's see. Mayor, Bayer stock had its worst day ever. I don't own any major pharmaceutical. Um, I own S&P 500 type funds. So I do own Lilly in S&P 500 type funds. But Bayer... The U.S. jury ordered it to pay $1.5 billion over claims its Roundup weed killer caused cancer, and the company had to stop the trial for its top drug candidate because it wasn't working. Shakira got into some tax problems in Spain. She's agreed to pay back taxes in the interest the day the trial was supposed to begin. Even Shakira can get into legal issues. Uh, makes you think you should have a lawyer on your on your team, right? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. The trading volume was light yesterday. The trading volume should be lighter today, in my opinion. In large part, vacations. They start to kick in. People leave a little early. 
I headed up to the mountains a couple days early. I have to head back for a work commitment. So I'm doing it the opposite. I took the beginning of the week to kind of de-stress, and I'm going to take the end of the week to stress up again. Other stories of note out there. Italy bans lab-grown meat as the futuristic food struggles to overcome its factor. There's Tofoki. Some of the names of these fake meats are kind of funny, right? Tofoki. It's just fun to say, in my opinion. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Video conferencing legend Zoom reported stronger than expected revenue growth thanks to a solid demand from corporate customers. It's interesting how enterprise likes Zoom and not Microsoft's uh, um, video conferencing. I'm, I'm all for it. I'm using Zoom right now. Uh, elsewhere, the Biden administration is offering Americans another free round of at-home COVID tests. Demand for tests and vaccines has waned along with public concern. I know three or four people that got COVID in the last three months, and they were down now, pretty sick. Don't know if I'm giving you advice or anything, but I don't know. Be safe. Do what you're going to do. We'll take a break here. We'll be back. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven steps for retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth Advisors Thursday, December 7th for a live webinar you can watch from home. Chad will walk you through these seven steps to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least 500000 in investable assets and want to better gauge where your retirement stands, pass on your estate, and create tax efficiencies, this event is for you. The 7 Steps for Retirement Readiness webinar, Thursday, December 7th, 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Sign up today online at robblackshow.com. Can't make it to the live webinar? Register to receive an on-demand recording after the webinar concludes. Go to robblackshow.com. I haven't looked at the stocks yet today. I just noticed bad headlines out of retail saying it's going to be a weaker than expected Christmas. I did the story yesterday where high-end luxury is going to be okay because there's been a healthy stock market this year. And even though the rich are feeling a little bit of a pinch, it's not that bad. My spouse is trying to plan a family vacation, and she gave me the total, and I was like, wow. That's three times more than I've ever spent in my life for a five-day vacation. Inflation's hurting. Inflation is hurting the spender. Um, There's no doubt about that. What else do we have to hit? Okay, the market numbers. Not bad. Remember, we've had a great year. NASDAQ's down 99, down 7 tenths of a percent. The Dow's down 70 points, down one-fifth of a percent. The SP 500's down one-third of a percentage point, down 14 points. Crude oil sits at $77 a barrel. The Russell 2000 down almost 1%. Big retailers are weighed down by excess stock right now as the holidays nears. Dick's earnings beat first steps. Uh, their earnings beat, and they took steps to cut down on thievery. I'll try to get a little bit more on that for you. House prices kept climbing even as sales tanked last month. 
Oy. That one hurts as far as volume goes. Listen to this news out if you, uh, a lot of people own the Magnificent 7. I get it. Um, if you own the SP 500, you own the Magnificent 7. Apple. Analysts came out this morning and said below consensus hardware revenue estimates for this quarter. They did some carrier checks indicating overall sell through of the iPhone 15 slowed in October and was tracking slightly below store expectations. With a significant number of surveyed stores seeing a slowdown in demand, particularly on the 15 plus. Inside this survey, they also said that the iPhone 15 continues to see healthy demand. Followed by the Pro. Supply has been meaningfully improved. So people want to get the high-end phone. That's good news for Apple. The bad news is not everyone wants a new phone. Of the stores they surveyed, 20 to 30% did not have the iPhone 15 Pro Max. And 10% did not have the iPhone 15 Pro on hand. But the lower models, they're in good supply. So that's some expectations you could be looking forward to in about two months when they report their numbers. Um, you know, I told you the numbers on the NASDAQ, the S&P, and the Dow. The two that it didn't do for year to date, the NASDAQ's up 36% for the year. The S&P 500 up 18.4%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average up 6%. The S&P Midcap 400 up 4.8%. The Russell 2000 up 2.6% for the year. Those last two, the mid-cap and the Russell 2000s, you probably have them in your 401k. And you're probably going like, wait, the market's up 15%. My S&P 500 is doing great. But my mid-cap and my small-cap and my international, they're lagging. I want better returns from those guys in 2024. Just saying. How much money would make you happy? Millennials say they need $525,000 a year to be happy. (laughs) And what's crazy, a Nobel Prize winner's research shows they're not wrong. High inflation, interest rates, student loans are dampening Americans' financial happiness. The average person needs $1.2 million in the bank to be happy. The four millennials, that comes out to a salary of about $525,000 a year. Money can buy happiness. When surveyed. When it comes to real life, money just brings a lot of problems. Um, the average respondent to the survey thinks they need $284,000 each year to be happy. Which is fascinating that millennials come in at $525,000. Because the boomers only come in at $124,000. They want a net worth of $999,000, almost a million. For Generation X, they only need 130000 but they want a net worth of $1.2 million. For millennials, they want 525000 And they think a net worth of about $1.7 million would make them happy. Those numbers don't really line up all that great. Because that salary doesn't line up with those savings. In simplest terms, this suggests that for most people, larger incomes are associated with greater happiness. The exception is people who are financially well off, but unhappy. If you're rich and miserable, more people won't help. For everyone else, more money was associated with higher happiness. 
I don't know how I feel about the surveys like this. I know they're not teaching us anything on the stock market other than millennials are going to be ultimately very disappointed with where they land in life. Because there's a enjoy life now thing that's going on with millennials and Generation Z and not retire early. It's extend retirement. Um, don't extend retirement, but extend your working years. So home prices kept climbing even as existing home sales tanked last month. It's tough to be a real estate agent right now. Sales of previously owned homes fell 4.1%. That's 3. Let's call it 3.8 million per year if you annualized it. That's 16, uh, 14% lower than last year. The median home price jumped 3.4%. That's the fourth straight month of gains. The median price now is $391,800. Lack of housing inventory. Highest mortgage rates in a generation. Multiple offers are still occurring, especially on starter and mid-priced homes. It's interesting in my neighborhood, one home went for way above and one went, it's, it's been marked down two or three times and still remains available. One of them is a big home that has the demand and one of them is a small home that's not suitable for families. Sales in the West declined 1.4%. Sales in the South fell 7.1%. The Midwest home sales were unchanged from a month ago. In the Northeast, home sale prices dropped 4%. Buyers are kind of caught in that tug of war right now. It's not an ideal situation, in my opinion. Um, Let's keep moving and let's get to some other stories out there of the day. Markets digesting a lot of results from retailers today. There's been weakness in Lowe's, Best Buy. Kohl's, Abercrombie and Fitch, American Eagle, and yet there's been strength in Dick's Sporting Goods, Burlington Stores, and Hebit. Tonight is going to be a big event. Nvidia is going to have their earnings. They started a blow off the roof volcano type quarter. Ninety days ago, when they reported their earnings, shares have soared 26 percent since their intraday low on October 26. It is high expectations with a very high stock price. In fact, it's an all-time high stock price. Um, I bought it when stocks were down last year. Um, You can take advantage of down markets. I've owned it since the 2000s. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. For more information about EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I guess if you have Thanksgiving plans, you want to know this story, but maybe not. And this doesn't have much to do with investing. Big pre-Thanksgiving storms will cause travel troubles across the eastern United States. Good to know. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Hmm. Let's hit some more stories. Um Sales for Black Friday have begun, and I do this every year, and sometimes I slip it in in the middle of the year as well. Mark Cuban says people who, you know, should buy on Black Fridays or Macy's one-day sales, anytime you can get 20, 30, 40, 50% off, 
on a big ticket item, it makes a lot of sense. Um, if you can like Google what day are the best sales on a washer dryer, if you know you're going to need a new washer dryer, that's the day to buy it. There is no shame in looking for discounts. Um, we had a, we have a two level home and we had a technician come out and look at the heater. I always have my heaters for the homes looked at because they can kill you. Um, air conditioning, you're not going to die of air, air conditioning poison. So I don't stress on that one as much, but heaters can kill you. And we had one old one and one new one. The new one we put in by a company uh, two years ago when we moved in. So I had the old one serviced and uh, they looked at it and they're like, um, yeah, this one's some bearings inside of it are starting to pop out and it's on borrowed time. I'm like, okay, so let's price a new one. And he did. And he goes, well, right now we're not having any sales because it's winter and it's cold. So people need this. So we tend to do that in the summer. I'm like, how much do you all usually get? He goes, 15%. I'm like, I want 15% off. And we have a done deal. He calls his manager and we had a done deal. Um, sometimes you just have to ask. Um, shopping it, I get it. Totally. I think it's appropriate. Um, I would never say otherwise. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. So Black Friday sales are out there. Shop around, spend some time, save some money. That's my advice. I know that's not one that, how shall we say, is always next sexy and fun. Um, but there you go. Open AI is becoming a battle between science and business. Business is winning. As open AI struggles to find its future, Microsoft stock is at an all-time high. Microsoft, to think of them as an enterprise-level company. Um, I work for EP Wealth. I'm in their communications and uh, branding uh, division, ultimately. I have an account with Microsoft 365 with them. They have many employees who have Microsoft 365. Think of it as an enterprise. So supply chain is going to be what's important for NVIDIA tonight. NVIDIA is likely thriving despite recent uncertainty in the AI space. The big question is what management will say about its progress in alleviating supply constraints to meet rising demand when the company reports earnings after the close on Tuesday. That's tonight. That'll be a conference call I'm listening to. Piper Sandler analyst Harsh Kumar reiterated his overweight rating and a $620 price target for the shares that are roughly around $500. His quote was, we believe demand from U.S. cloud and other data center clients remain strong and intact, given these firms are still in the process of transforming their data centers with accelerated computer capabilities. So the question he has is, do they have enough GPUs? Anytime you make a new semiconductor, you have to throw away so many of them until you get the process down. They have a new high-end H100. They've announced the H200 for the second quarter of 2024. Um, and that'll create another wave of demand. Company's starting to release chips at a faster pace. This is an area that I'm not going to say speed kills because that's the wrong idea. But you don't have a lot of time to get it right if your high-end manufacturing gets it wrong. 
Best Buy misses on sales and lowered guidance. Consumer demand is uneven. Best Buy posted adjusted earnings of buck twenty nine in the third quarter. Revenue was nine point eight billion, down seven point eight percent year over year. Wall Street was expecting nine point nine billion. So it's not a big mess, but it's a mess. Um, for twenty twenty four, they see revenues on the low end about the same forty three point one billion. Previous expectations were for forty three point eight billion. Um, the high range is where it differs a little bit. Another eight hundred million comes off the high end expectations, all the way down to forty three point seven billion. And that kind of goes into the idea of the slowing consumer. Not for the WalMarts, kind of for the Targets, not for the Costco's, no slowing consumer. Um, not for the luxury goods makers, but for the middle of the road retailers, home improvements and electronics. Worthy of note. And this open AI story is just, it's so boring. Um, it's just, it's, it's tough to put a finger on it for you. I guess is the best way for me to say that. Some other stories of note today. Um, Goldman Sachs strategist said there is a risk of disappointment in the near term amid lingering concerns about economic growth and inflation. Citigroup warned that the possibility of a short squeeze that could derail the rally. Questions are swirling around the S&P 500 with the NASDAQ 100 hitting a 22-month high yesterday. The real estate reality, it's still very bumpy on an international level. In the United States, they say some of the best places to consider looking for a new home is in the South because you have growing cities like Nashville and Atlanta. Atlanta's a hot city. Um, and a lot of young people want to move there. Good amount of culture um, in Atlanta. So they got a wonderful art arts district if you haven't been uh, I think worthy of checking out anything you want to talk about we could talk about I got a big event coming up on December 7th so about two Thursdays from now I believe that works out too um, it is the event called um, the readiness retirement seven checks with CFP Chad Burton if you're 50 plus $500,000 or more, you're going to want to see how many of the check marks you can, can get. And then you're like, Oh, I need to work in this area. Maybe it's income in retirement. That seems to be the number one question people have for me. How do I do income in retirement? I'm trying to do it mostly off dividends. Um, some off bonds, dividends from corporations, some off bonds, some off municipal bonds. Um, the municipal bond is an IOU to the state of California. In my case, if you live in Texas, it could be an IOU to the state of Texas. They need money to build roads and build schools and they borrow it from you and they pay it back. And you don't have to pay the state income taxes, which is one of the check marks you have to get in retirement readiness tied towards your tax planning. Ooh, Paramount Plus Black Friday deal. One ninety nine a month. I don't know. Too many streamers, right? That's probably pretty fair to say. Too many streamers at this point in time. 
Um, so some areas that you need to master credit cards, saving, earning, investing, taxes, and then you kind of have to have a plan for retirement. I think that's a big one. This is, um, I'm getting closer to retirement. You're getting closer to retirement, right? If in my 20s, and this is not true, but in my teen years, I thought, hey, Social Security will be enough for me to retire off of. And then I found out how much it's going to be. And it's like, that's not enough for me to retire off of. Earlier in the show, I talked about the expectations that certain age brackets have as far as how much they need to be happy. Uh, The millennials have the highest expectations of 1.7 million in retirement. And they want to earn $525,000 a year. So they can basically do whatever they want is kind of what I'm guessing that number is. Generation X, they want 1.2 million in retirement. 1.2 million in retirement. If you're getting social security of 20,000, heck, let's go generous and take 24,000. After you pay taxes, let's say you're down to 18,000. Whether it's sales tax or income taxes. Can you live off $1,000 a month? $1,500 $1,500 a month. Most people can't. Um, and if you have a million dollars, how much of that do you need to tap every year and ultimately to shore up your budget that is in a shortfall due to Social Security? A 2023 study by Nobel Prize recipient Daniel Kahneman found that happiness can improve with higher earnings of up to $500,000 a year. So the millennials aren't wrong. Money can buy happiness. You can sign up for today, um, December 7th, coming up. It's a webinar. You could do it from the comfort of your own underwear in your own home. Just turn your camera off, please. You can sign up for it at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. You are listening to the Rob Black Show podcast. For more information on EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com. So one area that we're going to see some growth numbers in the next two to three years or over the next two to three years, PCs and phones. As sales of personal computers soar during the pandemic, you can almost hear PC makers saying, you know, What's next? More and more AI is what's next. PC makers like Dell and Lenovo, HP. They're taking a, they're not just doing the replacement cycling right now. They're, they're designing PCs that are going all in on artificial intelligence. And you'll have a new experience in theory on the hardware side. Can you see Apple introducing its new AI phone? I can already see the marketing. Um, So it's not just the players like Amazon, Microsoft, Google, Meta, who are going to be playing with AI as a way of increasing sales. It's going to be the hardware players as well. Research. Firm IDC recently forecast that enterprise AI spending will reach 143 billion by 2027. That's a compounded annual growth rate of more than 73%. Advanced micro. 
um, AMD. So, do you ever know that I, I know AMD in my head better than I know Advanced Micro? I don't know if that makes sense to you. Um, but CEO Lisa Sue, she's been promoting AI since her January keynote address at CES. Um, she launched a new generation of processors with built-in AI capabilities. Qualcomm, which licenses chip designs from newly public ARM holdings, is ramping up its push into the PC processor market. Fading glory for the PC. This is kind of an interesting story to reflect on. Uh, back when I got into radio and podcasting, I was doing podcasting in the late 90s. Um because I worked for a company called CNET and we didn't call it podcasting there. You could just stream the show online or you could download it after it was finished. Kind of like, kind of like, you know, futury. I was in the right place at the right time. But um, back in the late 1990s, Dell, Compaq, HP, Gateway Computers. Do you remember the Cal? Boxes, cow print designs. Gotta be a Dell dude. <clears throat> um, there was the big thing, $4,000 to get a computer in your home. And then someone came out with a $3,500 computer. And then they rushed to get the $3,000 computer, the sub $3,000, the sub $2,500, sub $2,000. And it got down to about $800. And then a company said, we'll give it to you for free. We could put ads on it. What? What was the killer app? It was the internet that drove down prices. What's going to be the killer app next? AI is what it's expected to be. That'll spur demand. Gartner's projecting 5% unit growth for the PC business in 2024. Tied towards AI and people having computers that are three or four or five years old. You're going to hear a little bit more about neural processing units, NPUs. It's a way of processing very large data sets efficiently. That will pick up most of the AI-specific computing requirements. Apple has been including a neural engine as part of its homegrown processor since it introduced the A11 processor for the iPhone back in 2017. Uh, a lot going on. For Dell, they said that they expect to launch their first AI-capable PC in 2024. For Lenovo, they just announced a plan for a billion-dollar investment in AI over three years. AMD really didn't talk about it until January of this year. So they're, they're pounding that their chips could be ready. ARM Holdings, uh, they see a are seen as a possible AI winner. They just are the big IPO of the year. NVIDIA and AMD could make ARM-based PC chips. I don't think that's going to roll out as fast as people think. Um, Qualcomm, they're big and doing a big push into PCs driven by the AI opportunity. Of course, all these companies would benefit if China would reopen properly, but that's one of the reasons you pay attention to politics and Biden and the Chinese and did anything come of that summit? Probably not enough. Ford said they're scaling back plans for its $3.5 billion battery plant as EV demand disappoints and labor costs are rising. Um, biggest winner right now, they're saying, 
with all that's going on with Elon Musk and anti-Semitism is Brivian. Interesting, right? Um, a senator today saying Elon Musk's ex is profiting off violent content by Hamas. That's a House Democrat alleging that. I throw that down there because there is some backlash going against um, Tesla as a company because it's run by Elon Musk. He didn't invent the electric vehicle. Someone else did at Tesla. He just came in at the right time and took over power. Pushed the founders out. Same thing with SpaceX. He didn't invent the, the rocket that goes, that's reusable. So he's getting some negative flack. Anyhow, um, One. if I were 25 right now, or 30 or 35, where would I pick up a rental property? That's a good question. Um, I would look to studies and ask ChatGPT, where are the millennials moving? Denver comes up on the list. Bellevue, Washington, Austin, Texas, Sandy Springs, Georgia. I've never heard of Sandy Springs, Georgia, so I would take a look. 30. Elsewhere on that list is Santa Clara, California. Sunnyvale, California. That's where young people are moving. Um, it's worthy of note. That's where the jobs are, and you buy rental properties near jobs or hospitals or universities, and something where you could do well. Big event coming up December 7th. It's a webinar. Sign up at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven steps for retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth Advisors Thursday, December 7th for a live webinar you can watch from home. Chad will walk you through these seven steps to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least $500,000 in investable assets and want to better gauge where your retirement stands, pass on your estate, and create tax efficiencies, this event is for you. The 7 Steps for Retirement Readiness webinar, Thursday, December 7th, 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Sign up today online at robblackshow.com. Can't make it to the live webinar? Register to receive an on-demand recording after the webinar concludes. Go to robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.